Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Uh, I mentioned in the last podcast that my friend Virginia passed a couple of weeks ago, and you know, I had, uh, I really liked Virginia, and at, at some points, a few number of years ago, we were rather close. Uh, we had a lot of things in common in the sense that we were both uh, therapists, we were both PhDs, uh, our family situations and uh, motherhood and all looked similar in many ways. And so we had a um, kindred spirit kind of relationship. But in the last three or four years, um, I didn't feel the connection and, and neither did she because neither of us really reached out to each other. But I was important enough at the time and, and before that uh, in those years that I was on the list of alternative executors for her, her, her will and her, um, her um, death process. Uh, but over the years, uh, like I said, we, we kind of, you know, didn't connect. We didn't connect, period. But when I heard that she died, when I got a call from a friend that says, hey, uh, Virginia passed, it was like, wow. <laughs> it's funny, like death is inevitable and we're always surprised when it happens. We're never ready for it. Uh, and isn't that, I think that's a really funny, a funny thing that we humans do. It's like, we know it's inevitable uh, and uh, and yet we we're, we're always surprised when it happens. And I think that's part of why I call this podcast, these podcasts, Aging Like a Guru, Who Me? Is because the who me part is like, it's not going to happen to me. I don't have to think about that. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, and, uh, and so we um, don't engage in our own living and, uh, and we don't engage in our dying either. And so these podcasts, I'm uh, the, the the next few that are showing up here is related to aging like not only aging like a guru but dying like a guru, and how we are present to death as a as an inevitability and uh, as a part of the gift of life and not just uh, something bad that happens to us. And it can be for many people who are left is like it's it's a terrible horrible loss. It can be. Uh, and at the same time, lots of times, especially when people are aging and old, older, and it feels like their life has come to completion, that um, that there's an inevitability and an unfolding of that. And it still can be um, hard and sad to lose those people. Uh, at the same time, we know it's going to happen. And how do we prepare for that? How do we prepare for our dying and their dying? So in... In hearing about Virginia's passing, I felt some regret. It's like, oh man, I should have just fill in the blanks. But essentially, I felt the regret of not connecting with her. Um, and it was an interesting dilemma, if you will, and an interesting conversation with myself. And I've, I've, I've done a, a, a I did a podcast um, a, um, about a month or two ago about the same thing about some clients of mine that were feeling guilty because they hadn't reached out to a person that, that, that died. And that guilt and that regret is an interesting uh, process that we go to, go to if we're feeling, when we feel our stuff, when we hear somebody's died, it's like, how could we be more honoring and how can we be more in reverence to the person while they're alive? And now that they're dead, we feel this regret and this guilt that we didn't perhaps uh, revere them enough. And I mean that not in terms of the sanct. I mean, I think we're all sacred beings, 
but how we revere each other in their life and not just in their passing and saying, oh, I should have done this and I should have done that. Because those regrets actually, unless they inform what's next for me, then it's just it's just <laughs> self-serving platitude of, oh, I could have done more, I didn't, oh, well, and then I can go on. But if I say, hey, you know, I have those regrets and I have a lot of other people who are going to die because everybody's going to die. Um, how do I want to be with them about that? How do I want to be with the world? How do I want to be with every single individual who's going to die? And the truth is, is that I don't have that capacity. I don't have the energy to, to be that in the world for people. But I do have the energy to, to consider how, how do I want to be? given that everybody's going to die. And if I want to acknowledge and appreciate people while they're alive, how can I do that? Or can I let myself off the hook and say, you know, I really loved and appreciated Virginia. I know she felt the same. We didn't have the connection to talk or, you know, connect. And so we didn't, but we still loved each other. And that's enough. And I don't have to, you know, I don't have to beat myself up for not being whatever uh, I can imagine myself that I wasn't, you know, a better friend or better whatever, <laughs> just be better. This goes into that place of that I talked about. Uh, I think I talked about it here in terms of that level of, of uh, seeing myself as a whole person and a good person, as opposed to seeing that part that's, um, that's wrong or not enough or unworthy uh, of of whatever. So it's really an interesting process to be with in this aging process, because as we age, you know, more and more people in our lives are, um, are aging and dying. And so how do we want to be in relationship with that and those people? Um, one of the um, elements, uh, I did a podcast I have to put the link up on that. But I did a, a I'm sorry, a, a radio interview with somebody about um, the, the, the somebody was Mark Turnbull with Aging in Portland radio show. It's ageinginportland.com. And uh, that, that in that interview, he said the, the most challenging relationship is between children and parents. And I think I mentioned this to, to you before that the, you know, the children are concerned for the safety of their parents. Uh, and and the parents are con concerned with probably their safety to some degree, but more so with their independence. And so I'm moving from being a friend of Virginia and having those regrets to to that relationship with parents and children. I want, I guess the intention of this is I want children to be children as in every one of us who have parents to be curious and conscious of, is there a possibility to have a, a relationship that is honoring to everyone's well-being, the honoring the safety and the, and also the independence of our parents uh, as they're, as they're aging and, and what's the need so that that relationship can grow uh, when my my parents were were in the in the dying process, I was living in California. They were in Michigan, so I wasn't actually engaged very much in that process of them dying. And I don't have any regrets about that. Uh, it, but other people might, 
and how my 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 point here is the is the what's the relationship that you want to have with your children or your parents and your parents in this um, this time of transition in this process of aging um, so that there aren't regrets or there aren't guilt and there isn't anything left uncompleted now again um, as I've mentioned you know whoever you are listening to this, you might live for 30, 40, 50 years. And the people that you're involved with, how do you want that relationship to evolve over time so that we're not left or you're not left uh, in grief? Well, you'll be in, you'll be in grief, but that place of guilt of what didn't get completed or what didn't, you know, that there wasn't, there wasn't the um, completion of the relationship in, in such a way that there was good feelings on both sides if possible. So I, I just am aware of that place where we can so easily drop into our regrets and our guilt and our shame for not having done enough when we have a lot of opportunities to do enough now in this moment. And perhaps the, the person that's we're reaching out to to engage with isn't interested. And if so, that's okay, but you've done it for yourself perhaps. I've done it for myself in making peace with myself in relation to that person, Virginia in this case. So it's just an interesting, another interesting element of the aging like a guru process is being conscious and clear about who we are in relation to others who are going to pass, they're going to die. And how do we be in that relationship with them? All right, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, if you'd like more information about uh, about me, I'm at uh, theparadigmshifts.com. That's my website. Uh, you can find books there that I've written. Uh, you can find those books also on Amazon. And I also do a Friday Feasts on Facebook at 3 p.m., generally speaking. So you might want to tune into those. Uh, it's a theme that, that I see and look at uh, in, rega- in regard to you know, living as a person, but also in terms of creativity and work and how those themes show up as um, possible learning opportunities. All right. Big hugs to you. Blessings. Bye for now.